person from the team actually went about doing that. So they rolled their chair all the way uh, from the office into the, into the tube, into the subway, uh, rolled like oh seven God. stops, <laughs> and then rolled back into their, uh, into their flat. It's just insane. Well, I mean, if you're going to be working from home for uh, you know a month or two, your back is going to be very happy you did that. Welcome to the Compound Podcast, a show where two programmers talk about anything and everything. My name is Nick, and I'm the host of this podcast with my girlfriend Jasper, who is not here this week. And uh, in each episode, we will have a topic, and the goal of the show is to compile the topic down to a list of essential points for our listeners. Uh, this week, we are joined by a recurring guest again, uh, John. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing as uh, well as I can be. Yeah, <laughs> uh, how is it going uh, in California? Uh, you're still staying in Bay Area, right? Yeah, I'm out in the suburbs in Palo Alto, uh, so uh, definitely not as bad as maybe in New York or London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard uh, in also in San Francisco, it's getting a bit, uh, it's getting a bit uh, intense. I know, uh, in, in in San Diego, someone was telling me. Last night, apparently, it's getting uh, even more intense than uh, San Francisco is right now. Mm. How's uh, how's family back home in NC? I hope they are doing all right. Yeah, they're doing good so far. Um, it's a little scary. Someone uh, in the uh, uh, the retirement home next door to my grandmother's uh, has gotten it. So Ooh, uh, I know okay. everyone's everyone's a little on edge with that, but everyone's healthy so far. How about uh, how about your family? Uh, they're good. They actually, uh, they came to London to visit me when it was really bad back home. So they dodged mm-hmm. that bullet and then they went That's back good. home as it was getting bad in London. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> they double kind of dodging it. it. That's good. Yeah, and, and um, they've been they've been slowing going back to work. Uh, uh, back home for like they're still rolling back. Uh, work for everybody and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, now you can still go, you can start to go outside, but still have to like wear a mask and just, uh, protect yourself. But yeah, it, it's coming, I think back home, it's gone into the, um, it's not the intense phase anymore. It's sort of past that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and London's like going to step into it as, uh, right now. So, yeah. uh, so, so almost it's the same in, uh, in the U S so I guess, um, you know, Hopefully in two months' time, we will be all right as well. Yeah, hopefully. All right, cool. Uh, so this week's topic uh, This week's episode is also um, very relevant to uh, to the time. Uh, and because of the coronavirus or COVID-19, lots of people have been uh, told by the government or their companies to work at home. Uh, and uh, we wanted to do an episode on how or can you be productive at home and if so what are the uh what are the steps or what are the tips that you can adopt to to achieve that um so before we get into too much specifics i want to just sort of cover uh a little bit uh with both of our both of our experiences um why don't you tell us a little bit about you know how's your work from home experience has been like uh is that always your part of your uh routine or have you been like grooving into it and what's the experience like yeah i haven't regularly been working from home uh before this obviously um i was actually starting to work from home a little bit more because uh, i i've been on my job now for almost 11 months so it's starting to feel more 
comfortable with the team and all and being able to work from home uh, and then kind of, you know, got the shock. Uh, it's been three weeks, I guess. Mm-hmm. We've been working from home now. Um, I would say just kind of generally from a productivity level, I feel um, it's not been too much of a hit for me, actually, but that's partially because I work a lot uh, with remote teams already. I think the biggest hit for me is really just the loss of the kind of more casual meetings that you do in the office throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Now those have to become much more formal and end up taking up a lot more of my time. Um, so I think the biggest hit to my productivity has been uh, having to have more meetings to keep in sync with everyone. Yeah, it's not as spontaneous as it would have been, you know, in the office, right? Exactly. So yeah, uh, it's almost exactly the same as us. Uh, for for me personally, I've not, I've mostly worked from home, like, uh, probably like a day per week. Uh, you know, especially in the winter when weather isn't really nice for me to go outside. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm fairly. Uh, custom to it. I, I fortunate enough, I have a mini home office set up already. So I have a dual screen sort of, and, um, you know, it's, it's been, it's been not too difficult, uh, but the, yeah, I definitely felt there has been a dip in, uh, in productivity, uh, partially because of just the lack of a human touch and <laughs> you're staying on <laughs> the screen all day. And, uh, even with you know cameras and uh, video chats, it's it's not it doesn't feel the same, does it? Yeah, yeah. So I'm a little curious. So I don't have a an office setup really. I mean, I've got like a a desk uh, in kind of a corner of uh, my space with my my monitor that I brought home from work when they told us we were going to be working from home for the foreseeable future. Uh, so I'm I'm curious. Uh, I don't know if you want to get into this already, but I really would like to hear more about how you feel about having more of a an office space if it's more of a conscious benefit for you or if it's if you feel maybe it's not like you don't think about it but you can kind of tell it's helping yeah definitely uh we can we can certainly get a little bit into it i've um i've kept this setup from uni days actually so when uh, not so much in in chapel hill but when i was uh studying edinburgh i spent most of my time at home, actually, I don't usually go to the labs. So you know, back in back in NC, we always go to uh, Citizen for uh, for like meetups, and we just bring our laptops and work from there. And uh, what's different in Edinburgh is you know there's a there's a lab with lots and lots of computers, and you can just sign up. Uh, you can just like sign into one and work from there. Uh, that being said, I um, I just thought it be easier for me to to um, invest a little bit more to have the setup so i've done that uh in the uni days and i've just kept it um as i move down to london and uh, it has been a part of <laughs> a part of my flat in uh every single place i've stayed in and uh to to go back to the point about like is it a conscious choice not at the beginning uh it's mostly just because i i need a i want a bigger screen and um uh, in the uni days when I was doing projects, it's nice to have that big screen uh, estate to uh, compartment uh, compartmentalize things, and but then now I realize it's actually a, a huge benefit to to have that and uh, to have a proper desk, a proper chair, office chair, and uh, oh man, the chair is killing me. Uh, I need to buy one. 
I know, I know, because、uh, it was funny about it because we were talking about it with with my team today.、Um, so we were allowed to、uh, bring the office chair, like the chair from the office, back home. However, there's no there's no like help from、uh, from the company, so we kind of have to just like do it ourselves. And、uh, a friend,、uh, so one person from the team actually went about doing that. So they rolled their chair all the way、uh, from the office into the into the tube into the subway,、uh, rolled like、oh、seven、God. stops, <laughs> and then rolled back into the、uh, into the flat. It's just insane. Well, I mean, if you're gonna be working from home for.、Uh... You know, a month or two, your back is gonna be very happy you did that. I know, I know.、You're、so I, I did、good. the same. I didn't bring the、okay. chair back because、uh-huh. it was it was just too. I have a chair at home, so you know it's already enough.、Uh, what I did bring is last year when I had my back injury, my physician、uh, suggested me buy this sort of like it's like a almost like a hemorrhoid donut cushion, but it's mostly it just has the hollow bit out at the end of your. Uh, at the end of your spine, so it has so your、um, tailbone isn't directly pressing on the chair itself. Huh.、Uh, so I got that. So that's because I already had an injury. So,、uh, uh-huh. so they told me to buy it, and I've bought it. And then I just when this happened, I、uh, only one thing I took back from the office is the is the cushion. So,、um, yeah. So I've been sitting. <laughs> I'm sitting on it right now, actually. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's、um, that's the one piece of、uh, equipment. But it's also nice because I think. Uh, it's the same case for you. It's the ca- same case for a lot of my friends. Where,、uh, when the lockdown is issued,、um, they a lot of us literally have to bring like, like physically carry, you know, monitors and、uh, chairs and any office supplies back home. It's it's a bit easier in California with a car, but now here is、mm-hmm. in. You have to like I've I've had friends who like literally carried it in the tube for like fifteen minutes and yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like my monitor was pretty heavy. I had a little bit of a issue just even getting it out to my car. I can't imagine trying to take it on, on the tube home. Yeah, I know. It's、uh, I'm so grateful for that to be honest. Like <laughs> I, this、uh, when I'm when I set up everything, when I bought you know the monitor, the keyboard, whatever. I never thought I'd be using it this intensively because I always、mm-hmm. thought, oh, you know, I have my actual. Uh, office setup in the office. I'm gonna do most of my the bulk of my job there. This is gonna be uh up to now before the lockdown. It has been mostly for like editing these podcast episodes and yeah <laughs> and chilling out. So um so yeah, it's nice to see that coming into use. Um cool. So uh I want to sort of get into a little bit more into the uh the mindset, the mental bits of. Uh, working from home because it it is a fairly new, um, oh、well, it's not new but it's like a fairly, uh, unadopted practice for a lot of the traditional works and uh for、mm-hmm. us in the software、uh, industry we've had that we've had remote work like for a long time, um since like all we need equipment wise all we need hacky key is just a computer.、Uh, that being said, there is still a lot of. You know, a bit of a mental shift that you have to make、uh, when you are working from home, because it's it's honestly a little bit hard to、uh, to readjust here, right? Because you know, this is my home, and like, I'm not、mm-hmm. supposed to be working here. Yeah, yeah, and it's well. It's, and the other thing is, if you're even from the software perspective, if you're doing it once, or you know, in in the Bay Area, we have super commuters that'll work from home, you know, twice a week, so they don't have to drive an hour into work every day. Yeah, you know, two days a week. You you can kind of still be in the the same mindset. I think it's a whole other level when it's you know every day. 
Yeah, definitely. Every day, man. Also, uh, I don't know if that's the case in uh, in California. In London right now, it's like only you're supposed to only go out if you're buying supplies or like having exercise or whatnot. Otherwise, you have to like stay at home the whole time. And it's uh, it's honestly a little bit confining because all you see mm-hmm. is like everything, like probably a couple a uh, couple square meters of your of your home and that's it yeah especially in downtown london i'd imagine yeah so so i want to get into a little bit more about how exactly to boost your productivity while working at home and the first bit uh the first important principle honestly is you know think of it as still like working right even if you're at home this is technically still working you're getting paid for uh for this time so you know you know, object, sort of responsibility wise, you're still uh, on the hook, so to speak, to, to mm-hmm. be at home. Because a lot of the a lot of the drop in productivity I've seen are purely psychological because um, I was talking about it with a different friend today. Uh, you know, being being at home and being sort of uh, in the comfort zone to be uh, quote unquote is sort of like a pass for you. It's almost like a tiny holiday, if that makes sense. Yeah, and you know a lot of people just feel, uh, feel that way, and then they actually starting treating it as a holiday, and you know, you, if you do that, it, obviously your mind is not gonna be you know in a peak position to think logically and critically, and your productivity is gonna dip for, like for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I'd, I'd be curious to hear a little bit about like what how you feel about your productivity. I I think I'm in a little bit of an interesting spot right now because. Uh, we have a big deadline coming up uh, next week, actually. Um, so it's still been crunch time. Um, and from my end, uh, it's weird because during the normal work hours, I do still feel like less productive, but the work hours sort of never stop. Um, there's no clean cut that you get in the office. Yeah. Uh, and that's been the biggest thing for me is not having that clean cut. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh so it's sort of the similar for us. So, you know, this is like end of March, right? So it's sort of like end of quarter for a lot of the, a lot of industries. And, uh, you know, there are expectations that you're supposed to meet at the end of quarter. And uh, we weren't so tightly pressed for like any specific deadlines, but there are still you know, internal stuff that, uh, internal goals that we set to hit this quarter. And, you know, although it's, it's been a quarantine and you know i don't know if the expectations were set to accommodate those but uh i think for us for our team we was we were still planning to hit all of them if we can and absolutely like over the past week or two um the work uh the work amount has been stepped up quite a bit for me as well and because of that and there's a there's a definitely some there's always going to be some distraction at home and uh, what ends up happening is you know you you end up working till like seven and then it got to like eight got to nine and yeah uh, and it just start like it just started creeping into uh into you know your your normal life to be honest and um mm-hmm. this yeah this definitely happens and i think you know once it's it's important to notice that and it's important to uh, acknowledge that this isn't probably something 
this is this is something that you can do short term, right? So as as you said, you know, we have a we have a deadline, and you know, we have stuff that we need we actually need need to do, and um, you know, it, that hasn't been that hasn't been sort of impacted by the quarantine, and we still need to do it. Uh, but in the long term, you know, once once there isn't one. Uh, it's definitely important to sort of maintain that balance between work life, right? So there's a work life mm-hmm. balance even if you're at home, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious if uh having a bit more of a, a dedicated space that's kind of uh in your head been that dedicated space for a long time now, if uh moving in and out of that space helps at all create a bit of that separation uh. between work and, and home to you? Do you notice that at all? Uh, I personally haven't noticed it much because, as I said, you know, this is sort of a home setup. So once mm-hmm. I finish my work, I, I do this. I don't leave it. Like, I don't leave the space uh, physically. But what I do is once it's out of uh, business hours, once basically once I finish my dinner, I I took out my work laptop from the from the uh, laptop stock, uh, dock and I just put in my personal one. And that to That's me is basically idea. like once I put that in, I'm not getting notifications. I'm not doing anything. I'm not thinking about it. It's, it's like work is done for me today. Yeah, that seems like a really good hack when you're in a small space to, you know, convert something from a workspace to a to a home space. Yeah, I've also seen like if you have a bit more space at home, there's definitely a much, much better, um, you know, you can get a much, much better game of the split if you have a physical split of the space some people put a little bit of a um not a not a uh, closed line but they just form a line of sorts um and then they have a separate desk for work and a separate setup for work and they you know it's better if you have a room or like some sort of physical uh distinction between between the two and then once you step out of it it's like leaving the office right mm-hmm yeah, you hear a lot about that, but I feel like what you're doing make is like something I actually hadn't really heard before that I think's a good approach for a lot of like young people like us that don't have like the space to have a whole dedicated work area. Definitely, definitely. Do you do you have something, you know, similar or are you, you know, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I've got like a desk with my monitor and my work laptop, um, but I haven't been very good about creating like a a full separation between like when the desk is in work mode and not because uh, the desk is like in my in my room like it's in the same um you know space where i sleep um, yeah. which is an ideal uh so i might start trying to do that just put my work laptop away when i'm done at night and take it back out in the morning yeah definitely uh you know one other thing i've seen people do is uh they will keep you know they will keep a space as work and a, a, like a another space as uh, as a chill place and i think this might be a bit difficult if you are uh you know in a in a more in a smaller space but for me it it is technically possible for me to do that cuz my so my home office my sort of home work desk is sort of docked into a corner of the living room which was supposed to be the the TV and so I took out the TV stand and then put everything in there mm-hmm. um, and if I want I could just turn off everything here and then bring my personal laptop on uh, to the sofa which I have also a coffee desk and you know put my laptop there and then you know chill out on the sofa that can also work um, the reason I haven't done that is because I don't want to spend too long on the sofa it's, it's mm-hmm. like uh, my back is gonna hurt if I like sit there like for a whole night. Yeah, definitely.
So, so with, um, I don't know. So that just reminded me because one thing I do is, uh, thankfully it's, it's relatively nice weather here in California and we're not totally locked down and I've got a little patio. Um, and yeah, that's one of the things that's helping keeping me sane is just going out and sitting on, I got a little couch out on that patio sitting out there and, and working. Um, is there anything you, you do, um, that, that you can, you know, recommend to help, uh, kind of maybe break up the monotony a little bit? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it's always nice to to have a yeah. I can also see how how that will work because you would be in your work environment and then you always can cue this transition period. I'm gonna be like, oh, once I finish work, I'm gonna like take a walk, um, mm-hmm. outside, or I'm going to look out out of my window, which is a bit sad, but you can also do it, <laughs> um, for for a bit and um and then and then shift to a more uh casual and home. Uh, mindset, right? So that could also work for me. Uh, this is not this is not exactly the way. I don't have a pat. I don't have a balcony or a patio, unfortunately. But um, I do have I do have this very big window which outlooks to the backyard of of my building. And what's funny is uh, my neighbor, one of my neighbors who has who has their own backyard, a couple of weeks ago they installed this this transparent uh chamber in the backyard which is like uh i don't know have you seen like um a big football stadium but just transparent <laughs> they have they just basically put huh. one up and they have heating inside so they just chill out in there and oh cool. i can't i don't have that kind of luxury but you know once i <laughs> every time i look at it it's like i am taking a little tiny break in my mind as well yeah you know i guess the really the takeaway is uh you know, separate it as much as you can and uh, think about, you know, you know, in this in this sort of mental space that you're supposed to be at work and, you know, so, you know, treat it as treat it as work. And once you set step out of it, uh, you know, treat it as treat it as home. And, you know, it's, it's I understand it's very difficult uh, in London or in uh, other metropolitan cities where, you know, you don't really have a lot of renting space if you're renting. Um, but yeah, having some plans or, or doing, maybe you need to do some like hacks that's just for yourself uh, to get that sort of separation is very important. And uh, it's, it's really, you know, once you know when you're supposed to focus, once you know uh, when you're not supposed to focus, once you have that divide, it's a bit easier uh, to tune yourself and uh, to gain, you know, optimize for productivity. Yeah, and I think kind of what you're saying there is, you know, something a lot of people are saying, but to say it explicitly is like to form a routine around it as well. Like, you know, when when you're in your workspace and when you're not, um, I mean, you can have your workspace, but if you're coming in and out of it all the time, it's it's not going to help you out. So kind of like you were saying, you know, make sure you're consistent about mm-hmm. defining that. Definitely. Uh, and actually, uh, I, I was doing a lot of research to, on this topic and I was reading on like how other people does it. Uh, and one of the tips are, you know, try to keep your routines as much as, uh, uh, try to keep a routine, but keep that as similar as to your normal routine if there wasn't a quarantine. So, you know, if you are going out for work, most of us, we go to work and come back from work at a sort of a time, a defined time frame, right? So you go like nine, 10 ish or eight, nine ish. And then you come back like five, six ish. 
and you know trying to keep that sort of same time frame and uh just sub out the commute bits and uh it's actually easier so you can just sub out the commute bits and uh keep that work time uh, working hours uh but use only part of your apartment part of your flat as the workspace and you know that has been like by far i think uh, the most effective way to to get into sort of a a working mindset and not being uh and not you know having too much distraction you know from the outside uh, i mean from the rest of your home really. yeah um i guess uh so let's let's try to go a little bit more into the details about work and uh so here i've have uh, on the outlines i've written like a list of uh tips that i've uh, i've felt myself was useful and then i've seen uh when i was doing research and uh the top of the line uh, you know i think unexpected for a lot of people is actually getting dressed because <laughs> this this might sound silly but i wasn't doing that for the first week in of the quarantine and i felt like i wasn't like my mind wasn't wasn't at the right space of work um that it should be and then i read i read about it and i started like i started putting an actual like uh, t-shirt and jeans that i would that i would put on if i were to go outside and and i worked <laughs> but, but i still stay at home to work uh but that has been that has been a major game changer for me like it's it's helped so much for to put me into the mind of like okay i need to work and um, this is like this is not this is not home me right I don't mm-hmm. know if you had that if you had that um, experience yeah I mean I haven't been the greatest about you know setting up that routine uh, I've been I've kind of had a morning routine where uh, I recently got a dog so I'll get up and walk the dog and then uh, come back and kind of immediately start working Um which has not been working out the best. Uh, I think I need to start introducing um, uh, as a part of that, you know, taking a minute to, you know, uh, something I did yesterday and I had a much more productive day yesterday was walk the dog, come back, don't start working right away, take a minute, you know, get dressed, you know, make some, make coffee, make some real food, like Mm -hmm. take a breather, Mm -hmm. uh, enjoy just being at home, even though you know or try to if you can you know being locked in inside all day uh just make sure it's still a home and not becoming just a workspace and then and then start working Uh, and i did that yesterday uh and you know maybe it's just introducing a couple of those things it doesn't have to be all of them um just properly getting dressed uh is a step in the right direction that i i want to start doing more yeah, interesting because I, I I definitely felt like having a breather between uh, like before just before work uh it's it's definitely is useful uh I was doing this unconsciously uh where I the first thing I do before I you know get into the workspace is like I I make sure I have supplies of what I need and I would get coffee I would get some tea depending on the day to be honest and and just like make sure there's something uh that's fueling me on the on the side and. While I'm making the coffee, uh, you know, it's always nice to think, oh, you know, it's a new day. Uh, it looks like the same, but uh, and you know, sort of prep myself for for work. Yeah, and I think, well, I think one really important thing that I wasn't doing very well before yesterday was making sure it is very distinct. Because mm-hmm. what what I was doing before is, I would get up, walk the dog, come back, 
start checking emails, do that for a little bit, an easy thing I can get done. So I didn't really think much of it. It's not really a very taxing thing. Then go take a break to make some coffee and come back to work. But the problem is then that break I took to go make the coffee was still like work in my mind because I had already mm-hmm. started working. Um, I think really like making making what I'm going to start doing is being very intentional about having that routine that is all done before you even touch anything work related. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I used to have this horrible habit of checking work emails first thing in the in bed in the morning, and that's let me tell you, like whoever, <laughs> like whichever line of work you're in, that's like horrible advice to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> once definitely. you once you said you will never be able to have a good breakfast, and all you'll be thinking is like, what does this email mean? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I definitely I definitely second what you said, and you know, trying to. Uh, leave yourself a little bit of little bit of space a little bit of time to to sort of uh prepare and and then get into work having that having that little brief room is is definitely definitely super super useful cool and i think we've already talked about you know set, uh working a separate uh separated space from uh from where you would normally relax and um and wind down i wonder i i'm curious about like how exactly is your is your sort of day like because like what what is a what is sort of a typical day for you so does it does it sort of resembles a work day or or have you like changed little parts of it yeah so it's it's a little tricky for me actually because um i've kind of been getting more and more responsibility at work over the last couple months which has started coinciding with this other big change uh in the work environment um, so, for example, over the last week or so, I felt like I've uh, spent a lot of time in meetings. And I think a part of that is uh, just because of the new position I have. But it's also maybe coming from uh, the remote environment. So it's a little hard for me to tell there. Um, but I mean, my day right now is mostly just trying to uh, um at the start and end of the days when there are the fewest meetings trying to get as much of my you know real job what Mm. i think is my real job done (laughs) before the meetings start yeah and then um another thing is i i found people are a little more willing to schedule meetings around lunchtime now that everyone is work from home and I don't know if that's because of kind of the time crunch or because everyone's working from home. It's kind of a lot of confounding factors in my daily schedule. But um, I've been trying. The benefit of working from home is when people are scheduling these meetings around lunch, I do have kind of the ability to shift my lunch schedule a bit. Um, so I, I make sure to take a, a proper break for half an hour to to make lunch and not work for a little bit and, and eat and then back into the meetings throughout the day and then end of the day try and get get some just more work done so i mean my schedule hasn't changed a whole lot other than being a little bit more flexible mm-hmm. yeah I, I do find the lunch bit to be quite interesting because uh i think what's different uh between us is i take i take lunch very seriously so uh not not like seriously in that regard it's like i, I really <laughs> like cooking basically okay um, mm-hmm. so um i've got i've got like stuff at home um that uh that i can cook up for lunch but you know if it were if it were you know uh normal normal times you know 
we wouldn't we wouldn't be having like I wouldn't be making lunch. I I would have lunch like probably at the office or somewhere else. Um, but now that now that I have the opportunity to do uh, I could actually like make lunch. I do a little bit more thinking and uh I actually like do a little planning as well. So like oh I'm gonna have chicken and eggs today and or or something like that. I've been I've been like um. Inventing new dishes for the past uh-huh. two weeks because I don't because I don't want to like uh just be stuck with like four or five um four or five like dishes that I always eat so I'm trying to like uh invent new dishes and yeah yeah it's quite interesting. I mean that's that is that's actually super interesting because I found um working from home now having to make lunch is becoming a real thorn in my side you know I'm used to um just going out for lunch um. And now it's a whole, you know, process of for someone that's, you know, I'm not as big into like cooking, um, uh, trying to figure out a routine for, all right, I, uh, I need, I need to stop working and I need to go make some food, even though I don't, you know, necessarily love the process because mm-hmm. I need to make sure to stay, stay fed and all. Yeah, um, yeah. so that's interesting. I maybe should look into, uh, having some maybe easy and a little bit more interesting meals to make. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like hassle-free ways to to make it because like if you if you're at home and then you ha- and then you own the oven, there's like <laughs> there's probably like fifteen fifteen dishes you can do without you know being too hassle. You can just like prep everything, and put it in uh in the oven, like come back in twenty five minutes, and you know uh stuff like that. But um yeah, I think you know uh for just to just to uh, answer the question as well for me my my schedule hasn't changed the only thing that have changed in my schedule is uh it's my exercise time so usually uh i would go through my whole uh go through my whole work day and then till like 5 p.m or something and then i would start to go to the gym or either or either that or i go home to do my home exercise uh but now that being at home and I don't need to worry about getting to work uh too early um I can afford to wake up and do my the bulk of my exercise in the morning so that I definitely I make sure I definitely do them cuz um uh you know I had a had an episode planned for a different uh for a different friend to cover the bit about you know absolutely you know maintaining your health and fitness at home especially now is important so, yeah, definitely. So yeah, I've I've done that shift. Uh, about a problem from that, you know, work wise, it has just been like slightly shifted to, uh, perhaps like thirty to thirty minutes to an hour later because I'm now I can't you know I can't start at probably like nine thirty, so it's it's a bit later. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, everything else has been kept the same, and I also, you know, I t- I take a proper hour break uh for lunch because I I need to like make it and. And uh, the only thing I don't like about cooking is the dishes. T- to be honest. It's, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and the new fat I'm staying at um doesn't have a dishwasher, so I'm doing everything by hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, uh, so I want to get into a bit more sort of details about remote work, and you know, there's the saying in Chinese about like don't go to a war unprepared. And I think that would apply in this case as well. You know, if you are or if, you know, in the foreseeable future, we're all going to be working at home remotely. You want to make sure you are definitely prepared for that, right? You have all the tools that you need. So uh, I want to just like sort of run through them quickly. And as both of us can sort of talk about, you know, what we have set up and, you know, 
or what we have not set up and we probably should do and uh the first thing is about like as uh you know as comp- uh, as developers as programmers the honestly the most important thing you need is every remote working tool in your uh in your computer right well first of all you will have the computer for sure and um you know having remote work uh means you know your your remote software uh toolkit needs to be there also one of the first things i want to sort of cover with you I, I, I this might be a this might be a uh a redundant point is like do you have any special setup for remote uh work in your edit ide or editors or anything like that um no not really uh our our development environment is already kind of set up for doing everything from wherever um i mean the biggest thing i think for anyone maybe that's at like a startup or something uh is making sure your company can scale to going remote like we had to do a big VPN test because obviously everything we need is is behind the VPN. Mm-hmm. Um, but our all all our usual tools, like from kind of the development side, um, already sort of scale out for um, remote work. Um, mm-hmm. Is that different for you? Uh, not particularly. So the VPN bit is the same. So we would we have that uh, set up already. Uh, the only bit that was challenging for a bit uh, for a while was getting uh trying to basically trying to do development work without the ide so because of our uh our, spe- our like ours is a bit special where we don't actually allow checking out code locally uh to your machine so everything you know you can't really install an ide and and use that because they won't they won't be any local machines for ide to pull from and everything we've been doing as is, is sort of wrapped in this web-based ide tool and that being said you know it you know, there's no way you can get a, a, a you know a web type of IDE to perform as well and have as much functionality as a local one. Yeah, that's interesting. So how how does it work at, at work normally then? Um, I think it it just so you, our workstation is still powered. Um, you know, at ho- uh not at home at the um. At the office, and it will just remotely, it will just pull f- files and pull all your changes from there, hmm. instead of instead of from your local machine, because it's, uh, that's our that's our restriction here. Um, so that being said, you know, having to for me personally, having to ditch the IDE that I rely a lot of stuff on. Uh, for example, like the key maps are a bit different, and uh, I have like custom uh, custom shortcuts I've set on my local work machine uh, in the office and that it just doesn't have that it doesn't it doesn't even support it in the uh, in the web tool so a lot of these stuff that you have to do the migration bit uh so i guess you know for uh for people who are in a similar situation as me where uh some stuff or some tools are only accessible from from uh from work you have to sort of think about how exactly you can migrate that to to the remote uh, case uh, in a software development uh, case it's it's almost never impossible i mean the worst worst case you can do is always just like uh, ssh into your machine and then perform the same exact same um, uh, command it's just that you know it won't be as quick and it probably takes a little bit of time to get the hang of it um so yeah uh the uh i, I guess the point i'm trying to make here is you know uh think about you know what you wouldn't have if you uh if you are now staying at home and 
try to make accommodations to to compensate for them. Yeah, and I mean the other thing everyone is using now is um you know uh like uh, what is what is the really popular chat one um, oh is it zoom zoom yeah everyone's talking about zoom uh, i mean we use something different uh, within my company um but how, how is your experience with that ben uh i so first of all we don't use zoom uh, uh at google we have our own stuff normally uh, um yeah so it, it's been interesting so the uh, one of the, so there there are two major drawbacks i i've seen from uh, from chat tools is first the uh, uh, I think it's partially it's partially hardware partially like setup so we don't actually get the benefit of the good Wi-Fi at the office and my camera on the on the work laptop isn't that great so everything becomes a little bit grainy when I dial into office calls and you know sometimes because you know in in face to face meetings you can read a lot from you know nonverbal stuff and then if if it's all pixelated you probably can't tell any anything mm-hmm. um so that's been the biggest uh problem with me and also secondly it's just um you know having to shift to the remote case because a lot of the especially for engineers like us um it's easier to explain a lot of things if you had if you are face to face with a person and also you have a a uh, a screen for the code which you can point to mm-hmm. right so that has been uh, that has not been exactly the same in the remote case. However, it is possible, uh, and we are going to sort of cover this bit a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit more in detail. For us, there's definitely in even in Skype and in like a lot of other video chat tools, there's a way to project your screen, so the uh, other people in the call can see exactly what's on your screen with your mouse yep. ideally, and then you can just point out the stuff. However, that bit has a drawback where when they can see your screen, they can't see your face. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, well, that's interesting because we use we use screen sharing a lot, like you said, for communicating, you know, looking at code and stuff like that. Um, my my manager has tried to get us to use um, video uh, when joining calls, but we do a lot of calls remotely, anyways. Um, and people kind of didn't have the habit of using video uh, already ingrained. Um, so actually, a lot of my meetings we we do voice only Um, oh okay that's very interesting yeah i mean it hasn't been too much of a problem for me i'm curious how much um you know value you're able to get out of the the grainy video i'm wondering if it's something maybe we should we should do more of um yeah yeah definitely uh i don't well i i don't know i I mean it has to be you know on a case-by-case basis but for me personally Definitely, you know, having the uh, uh having the the face of the person on the screen with you might not be you know, uh, technically valuable because like, uh, again, like sometimes it's grainy. You can't really tell what they what they are saying, and like you can't tell their faces. Um, but that being said, I think it does it does have this uh human touch of a bit. Uh, that's you know, you're not talking. Because otherwise, if it's pure uh, audio, I have no problem with pure audio. By the way, it's I'm doing a podcast, and uh, the the only drawback from pure audio is like if you have it for me, if I have it extensively for like two months straight, I might not remember the like it's it's hard for me to not treat it as just someone on the phone, right? It it or or like 
it's it's basically exactly like that. It just lost it just lost a little bit of the the social touch or the human touch of of that. Even though it's it might be very small, but I think it is still. Uh, I find that valuable sometimes because it's always nice to see the see the person that you're talking to. I guess. Um, is that does that um. Does yeah, that make no, sense, I, or or do you feel like it's it's totally overrated? No, no, you're totally. I mean, it totally makes sense. I feel like, sorry, I feel like I haven't quite gotten to that point yet. But I think what you said about you know as this continues to go on, it's going to start becoming a problem. Yeah, like with the with the human touch part. Yeah, definitely. I wonder. I'm I'm curious because we uh once this started, and I think especially in this week, we've scheduled a lot of those. Um, social course, but they are w- like with the uh, with the people in the office. But we we're not talking about work. We're just talking about like how life is. Like, did you go to, did you go make a grocery run today or like stuff like that? Is that is that been the case for you or have you? Yeah, people people keep talking about trying to do that, uh, but then no one ever follows through. Um, I think most of that conversation people have been tr- so my. I don't know what my boss's boss's boss sent out um, an email to her, all her reports about trying to um, save, you know, in, a, in an hour long meeting, five or 10 minutes um, at maybe the start or the end, just for people to, to kind of catch up mm. um, to kind of offset. She, she described it as like, you know, uh, those, those hall conversations that you're missing out on kind yeah. of creating a space for that. So people have been doing that a little bit, not nearly as much as, is recommended um but kind of just checking in on each other as we're waiting for people to join calls is more mm-hmm. where that's been happening for us um mm-hmm. how have you found the more like formal like it, this is you know a meeting to just hang out um, yeah do you find that valuable yeah definitely um well first of all i think it's true it's it's just normal for us because in in my team you know every day in the morning we when we get into the because we all get into office like sort of at the same time and then we all get coffee at the same time. And while as we are making coffee or, or as we're sipping it, we are, you know, just exchanging, uh, you know, daily pleasantries and just talking about life and not about work at all. And that usually lasts for around 30 minutes. And, you know, this is not to say that we don't work, but it's just that something uh, that's a tradition, so to speak, in our team. And... You know, once we go, once we uh went remote, we were trying to keep that as we as we can. So we're we're still having those. Actually, we had one this morning. It was really pleasant to see like yeah how everybody's doing. I mean, that sounds like a really important thing to have, kind of just for morale. Like you don't want to lose something like that. It's such an important social aspect of of the work life. Um, losing that at a time like this would not be good. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's great that you guys are continuing it. Yeah, definitely. Uh. One last thing uh, on the on the list that I want to cover is uh, distractions because this, this happens honestly too often and uh, it really sneaks on you if, if you're not paying attention to it. Um, for me, uh, one of the biggest distractions I have at home is like a lot of chores uh, that I need to do. I need to do because like you need to clean, you need to do, uh, you know, because you're staying at home more, there's like more... Uh, homely activities that you need to do and honestly that has been the the biggest um sort of uh, distraction for me because i i live a, i live alone right now and it's just that uh, you know living alone and doing all of, and maintaining the sort of the house uh 
it's it's yeah it, it's been a it's been a bit difficult what would be your uh i wonder like what's your biggest distraction been yeah for me it's definitely been the dog it's kind of becoming a little bit of a problem actually i um i i tend to keep because she's young uh i i try to keep a pretty close eye on her uh which ends up being a distraction you know once every hour and a half two hours i have to go you know keep her from you know chewing on something or or whatever um and it's it's infrequent enough that i don't think about it a lot but i can tell it's definitely enough on top of all the other distractions just day to day um that it's kind of starting to build up so i'm trying to think about how i'm going to manage this a bit more you yeah. know um pets are i think pets are definitely i mean they mm, I don't want. I don't want to just knock on pets because I don't have one. Uh, but I think, uh, I've also seen like lots of people having fun with their cats and you know on Instagram <laughs> and I think with dogs as well. And, uh, you know, I think it's it's a it's a it's a responsibility and also a reward so to speak because uh warming heartwarming to to have a to have a pet and you know mm-hmm. yeah I I guess that would be the appeal. Uh, however, uh, yeah I I guess in terms of work it does it does uh, it does sort of interrupt you sometimes and you kind of have to deal with them yeah definitely like when 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 you have to be like in the same space as them all the time it's hard harder to ignore them (laughs) yeah uh i wonder sort of uh have you have you had like a discussion with other friends who have pets and uh is this a common problem or uh, is it only because like uh, the the dog you have a uh, super young and therefore you know uh, requires yeah. a bit more attention. Um, I haven't really. Most of my friends that have pets have cats, which are much more low maintenance. Um, um, and then the couple people I know that have dogs, they're much uh, they're they're more mature and they can just be trusted to do their own thing. Um, I think I kind of have to figure out. Uh, I need to go on the forums or something and figure out what people are doing with their puppies. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I have an idea of what I need to do. It's just I need to actually do it. She's just cute and hard to ignore. <laughs> <laughs> I see. It makes it makes me definitely wonder though. I don't know how people with young kids are managing this. I know uh, a couple people on on my greater team have had kids within the last uh, within the last year, and I just can't imagine what that's like. Yeah, it's it's actually fun, quite funny. It reminds me of a of a, a meeting that we had a couple of days ago. Uh, so my manager dialed in, and they were and immediately they went, uh, "Can anybody hear my TV?" And they went, uh, "Not really, no." And I said, "Oh, okay." My my kids like watching TV behind me, and <laughs> I don't yeah. have a home office, so I'm I'm be banished to the living room, and my kids are watching <laughs> TV. So <laughs> yeah, <if> you, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think yeah definitely um because right now a lot of the schools are also uh closed so people are sort of being forced to stay at home especially young children and uh yeah i i I don't have a kid and i couldn't imagine how much uh trouble it will be to to um keep them in line because i was i was not uh, kept in line when (laughs) i was a kid so yeah yeah Um, but just to sort of uh go back to the point where you know there are definitely more distractions at home uh mm-hmm. versus the being at work because i think every office is being optimized in a way where you know they try to uh make you productive and by eliminating a lot of the distractions um for you and uh i don't think i want to suggest that I, I don't think people should eliminate 
those uh, distractions at home because uh, I think they would serve any they would serve positive um, purposes for you in in other regard uh, but I think you know maybe bundling them together would be would be a good uh, a good way to go or or perhaps mm-hmm. like dealing with them uh, sort of I don't want to say putting them off but just like you know compress what you need to do uh, together that would be would be a good would be a good way because I've seen like uh with people who have like uh, addiction to check their phones and you just one of the ways you can combat that is just to say okay let's do all the phone checking uh, in lunch hours so that yeah, you don't check yeah. it like 11 a.m when you're supposed to be working right yeah i mean that's a very good point like i think maybe people that don't maybe come from a technical background uh may not have heard about like context switching as much but it's it's something i think about a lot with you know in 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 my day-to-day you know it it applies very much where taking just a couple minutes to go you know i don't know you know clean off the counter or something Mm. um it may just be a couple minutes but the the amount of time you lose coming back into work is is a lot more than just that five minutes so yeah like you said trying to do a whole bunch of things at, at once so you only take that cost of ramping back up into work once yeah i guess really it is the only the only sort of uh, caveat here is like you have to be able to live with some of them for a bit because like a lot a lot of these for example like if my if my laundry is dirty i need to do them it's just sitting there for the whole day if i'm if i keep looking at it it's gonna drive me insane to a point that i have to do it <laughs> and i break my and i break my you know um i break my nice you know bundle of work that i'm supposed to do so really you just need to like maintain and make peace with chaos if that makes sense yeah and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know deal with them in a more uh, uh, in a more sort of manageable way and uh, you know one of the things one of the things that you can do is bundle them together or or what's better is try to try to limit them and try to uh, not notice them in work hours and you know that that being you know that's you know setting your phone on uh on mute uh or uh making sure you don't you don't get any like uh, uh unexpected phone calls or any uh or your dog don't run up to you or something i don't know how you manage that but you know th- there's there's some there's some possibilities there <laughs> yep definitely all right cool uh so i think we've talked about like most of these points already um just uh just to sort of round it up i think uh, working at home is definitely it. It takes more. It takes more management than uh than in the office for sure. Um, uh, because your home isn't really, uh, designed to be to be used this way. But uh, that being said, because of the current situation, um, and we are all we are sort of all forced to stay at home. You know, you can always make adjustments and think about ways to. Uh, have a have a good productive day and also you know chill out and uh, be happy so uh, out of everything that we talked about is there any particular point that jumps out that you uh, that you think is really useful that uh, audience should adopt too yeah the thing I'm gonna try adopting more is um, uh, having uh, dedicated time both at the start of the work day importantly and at you know obviously in the afternoon or in the evening where you're just being at home um so what i was talking about before with taking some time to make your coffee and maybe just 
sit on your couch and just drink the coffee for a little bit in the morning. Um, you don't have to worry about rushing to commute into work, so take that time to just take advantage of the, the benefits of being at home uh, so your home doesn't start to feel like your office. Yeah, definitely. So it's, it's, it's more about like having that, having that clean cut of um, when you're supposed to be at work and also having a little bit of breathing room uh, just before and just after just to you know uh, prep yourself and then decompress it's like exactly yeah. uh, that's that's great uh, for me I think the only bit that that I want to that I think is useful for, uh, the bit I think is useful for the audience is definitely having having that separation as well as you said uh, not being not getting it mixed between between work and life is really really important uh, that's usually managed for you but now you kind of have to do that yourselves personally i want to do i want to do the bit where uh, the last bit that we talked about about like uh managing the uh, the distractions and make sure they don't sort of trickle into your into your normal work time because they can either way your productivity pretty quickly uh, as you said you know it takes time to contact switch and even if you do sometimes you even after that, it takes a while for you to like get actually get into the problem that you just left off. And um, I've had this happen to me many, many times, uh, even in the past few weeks. Uh, so yeah, I definitely want to do better in that, in that regard. Uh, cool. So that's this week's episode. Uh, thank you very much, John, for coming. I know it's really early right now in, in California. No, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, cool. So, uh, just to just to re-announce our, our publishing schedules, all of our new episodes are being dropped in London time, eleven a.m. Saturday, and you can find uh, we're gonna do a, a YouTube premiere where I'm gonna sit behind, uh, sit next to my computer and just answer any questions that you might have on live. Uh, if not, you can always come back to listen to it on YouTube. Uh, I'm also going to put the audio on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And so you can find us literally uh, most, of the, most of the big sort of audio platforms. Any thoughts that you have on working at home and what we can do and, you know, just any, any thoughts really, uh, send, it, send it to us and we're happy to do any, uh, any follow-up episode to answer them or I could just answer them myself. And uh, so yeah, that's been the episode. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.